Welcome to The Garden is Growing, Episode 5, Edging and Fencing. My name is Joshua Meekins. Join me as I start from seeds, prepare the outdoor garden for a new year, and learn techniques to help my plants thrive. What I have been up to this past week. So this past week, I have done a bunch of different things. I started some more seeds. Let's see, I started a whole bunch of seeds. I started cucumbers, two different types of cucumbers, straight eight and white wonder. I started zucchini seeds. I started, oh, and the zucchinis are black beauty. Uh, the black beauty for the zucchini and the straight eight for the cucumber are the same ones we did last year. And we had such great success with both of those. Lots of cucumbers, lots of zucchini from just a couple plants that it was a no brainer to do those again. So the White Wonder will be a new addition. It will be a white cucumber, which will hopefully be just as good as the regular green ones that we're used to. Either way, it'll add a little bit of color and contrast to the garden as they're growing. Also started some more cherry tomatoes. Now these cherry tomatoes are 42-day cherry tomatoes. So I'm starting them later than the other tomatoes that have been going for a while, since these are faster growing tomatoes. First year I've done them. We'll see how well they work, but I started them this past week. Started some cantaloupe seeds, and then I also started some different flower seeds. We have some flowers going now, and I'm starting even more. Ones I started were bachelor's buttons, alyssums, and some nasturtium. Now the nasturtium, it says on the seed packet to plant directly outside in the ground, um, so I started a couple, not as many as the other flowers in case they don't transplant well, but I wanted to get some going so that way I would have some as quickly as possible. Um, I hear they are also good at deterring some pests in the garden from the aroma that they produce. So I'm looking forward to trying those out for the first year. All three of those types of flowers, uh, this will be the first year I'm growing them. Uh, last year, I'm pretty sure I only did marigolds. Oh, and I also started some marigold seeds, but I probably mentioned that last week because they have been going for about two weeks now. Also, up potted tomatoes, uh, two different types of beefsteak. I've got 12 plants of each. I'm only doing one type of cherry, which is those 42-day cherry tomatoes that I mentioned. So I have the beefsteak tomatoes, both types, in a little bit larger cells. They each have their own cell now instead of sharing, so they'll have more room to grow. We're still about a month away from before I'll be putting them outside, so I may transplant them one more time into bigger individual pots instead of cells, uh, but the ones they're in now are uh, two, two and a half by two and a half inches, I believe. Uh, so it'll give them enough room to grow for a little bit longer at least. And I feel like I'm on a repeat every time I mention this, but I moved a couple more cartloads of mulch. Uh, that is the never-ending mulch pile, the 20 cubic yards of mulch that we had from our neighbor's trees. Uh, it almost looks like we've started moving it. We made a tiny dent in it, but it's still a large amount of mulch available, uh, which is great because I'll be using it to expand the garden uh, by having more walkways. I'll be also using it under the beech tree. Also on the other side of the house from the vegetable garden is the side flower garden. Uh, it's mostly shade, so that's why I've been looking for some more shade-tolerant plants like the coleus that is doing really well. It's a couple weeks old now. The leaves are starting to have some interesting color patterns on them, so that's fun. 
Um, but on that side, I've been working. Uh, there's some perennial bushes in there now. There is blue star juniper. There is also um, a plant I hadn't heard of before, but it's called sacred bamboo. It's not the traditional bamboo that you think of when you think of those tall bamboo stalks. It's more of a small bush. It looks like both of these plants, the sacred bamboo and the juniper, were planted probably maybe three to four years ago, three to five years ago, when the house was sold to the person before us. So these were put in for landscaping, I'm sure, just to make the house look nice for selling. So in between these bushes, I'll be planting flowers and coleus and some other plants. Um, sticking with flowers, there's not going to be any type of fencing around this section of the garden. It's a different location from the vegetable garden. It's on the other side of the house. I was working in there a little bit with mulching. Um, I'm pulling back arborist mulch. I'm pulling back the wood mulch so that way I can put leaf mulch directly around the plants. Now some ongoing projects that I haven't finished yet um, involve the compost bin. I have a half frame set up for the compost bin. I've decided to have two sides and a back and then the open front and have it the length of about three compost piles so that way I can have a, a new pile that I'm adding to a pile that is kind of in the middle of composting, and then another completed pile that's ready for me to put into the garden where needed. So I've gotten one pile started with shredded leaves and kitchen scraps, banana peels, apples, all the, the stuff that you would put in from a kitchen. And I will be adding some grass clippings for some more uh, green material to go along with the shredded leaves that I'm using for the, the brown material. So, so far that's going well, more than a couple weeks left before that is hopefully done composting. And then I went ahead and picked up the materials for two big projects that I'm doing next. And that'll lead us right into our main topic for today. The main topic, edging and fencing. So I picked up edging material for the front garden and fencing material for the vegetable garden. I'll start with the front garden. So the front garden is in front of our porch. It's a about a 13 foot by seven foot space. And it currently is just dirt that leads directly into the grass. Looks like there's some kind of some gravel in between in one area, not sure what that's doing there. But what I wanna do is build some edging around this garden for two purposes, mostly. One, to make it look nice, to have it distinct from the grass, better appearance, and two, to make it obvious that it's not a shortcut for walking from the front door to the vegetable garden. Uh, the kids right now definitely just cut right through there. Just because it's mulch, there's really nothing there. There's one bush that um, is half alive that I'm hoping that can come back to life with some care this year. But other than that, it's just mulch. Um, we didn't put any flowers in it last year. I was focused more on starting the vegetable garden since we had nothing over there at all. So what I was picking from was either stones or bricks or wood. And I was looking at a bunch of different options uh, with all the different projects I have going on. I did want something that was cost effective, that would last a long time, that looked nice, and I had narrowed it down to two options. I narrowed it down to some larger um, cement decorative blocks that I would stack 
at least too high, and I know those would last forever. They would last a very long time, so for the money, it would, it would be the most future-proof idea. Now, that would cost about twice as much from what I decided to do. And what I decided to do was go with wood. I'm using something called Landscape Timber. Got it from Lowe's. And it's basically a 3-inch by 4-inch, 8-foot long, rounded edges, flat top and bottom piece of wood. And it's very common. If you don't have this in you, at your house, you've definitely seen it before. So I'm going to stack these and attach them together for the front edging. So I've got most of the materials. I'm going to need to get some um, a couple more pieces uh, because I didn't initially take into consideration that I can't use the same amount of wood on one side as the other side because there's a slight hill. I'll need to add more on one side so that way the end result, the top of the wood frame, will be level. So it'll be less on the higher side, more wood on the lower side to equal a level surface. So I currently have it sitting out there just kind of in position where it will go. Uh, once I get a couple more pieces, then I'll put those in place using some large uh, landscaping nails to hold them together uh, and stake them into the ground as well. And I'm looking forward to filling it with a bunch of flowers that were growing from seed. And we actually had the same setup with the landscape lumber in the house that I grew up in, in Maryland. It had a, uh, a wraparound sidewalk going from the driveway, and it had a, a quarter circle going from the driveway uh, up around to the front of the house, and around that sidewalk was a garden that was edged by this landscape timber. So it looked really nice. Um, it lasted a long time. I know it won't last as long as a stone or a brick would, but it's pressure treated. I don't use pressure treated for the vegetable garden, but I'm totally fine using it for a flower bed and it's going to do the job and look really good. So I'm looking forward to getting that set up soon. The second thing I'm working on is the veggie garden fencing. And this fencing, I kept going back and forth on what I wanted to do. Ideally, I would want something tall to keep out deer. And since deer can jump high, I'd be looking at seven foot, eight foot. I was kind of thinking seven foot deer fencing. It's not the best looking material. The cost effective option is a very thin, almost net, that's a plastic fencing, and it's seven feet. So I was initially thinking of using that and getting eight foot, eight and a half foot T-posts, push them into the ground, and then use that on with a seven foot fencing. What I decided to go with, and again, with all the projects going on, I was looking for something that wasn't going to cost hundreds of dollars, and it needs to be pretty long. I'm fencing in a 30 foot by 35 foot area, it's bigger than my current garden, so it leaves room for expansion. With that amount of space, I needed 130 feet of fencing. And I could easily have spent hundreds of dollars to get something really nice set up. And in the future, I'd love to. Uh, probably not in this space, maybe in a house that we'll be at for even longer in the future uh, when we need to expand. But right now, what I ended up doing was going with a four-foot fence. Now, last year, I had kind of a hodgepodge of fencing. I had a metal fence that was about three feet and a mesh fence that was also about three feet. However, the mesh fence was drooping, so it was probably only about two feet in some spots. And I really didn't have that big of a pest problem other than some bugs. 
the deer, the rabbits, the squirrels, the groundhogs that we have around the property left the garden alone. Now, I know that I can't just hope that they do it again. So I did go with a four foot fence knowing that deer could potentially jump over it. Um, but knowing that it's more cost effective than going with a seven foot fence, I'm willing to make that compromise and we'll see how it goes. I can always attach things to the fence to help deter animals. So I got six foot T-posts and I am currently in the process of putting the T-posts in. I'm not getting the fencing until middle of this coming week. So about Wednesday, I can start uh, maybe Wednesday evening. If it's not raining, I can start working on attaching the, the fencing to the posts. But right now I'm about halfway through hammering in six foot T-posts and tractor supply is the place to get these. Uh, the two main options for me is Tractor Supply or Lowe's. There is also a Home Depot, very similar to Lowe's, so I, I don't feel like traveling the extra 15 minutes to Home Depot when Lowe's is five minutes away. And the posts that I've used before, the metal posts from Lowe's, I didn't know that there was much better, but they were very thin and lightweight compared to what I got from Tractor Supply. And Tractor Supplies are quite a bit cheaper. I believe I paid almost half price than I would if I got the same height ones from Lowe's. And these are heavy duty. I mean, these are meant to be for large fences. I'm happy with the quality. So I got 12 of these T-posts. I'm putting four on each side of the garden. It's gonna be almost a square, 35 feet long, 30 feet deep. So the T-posts are going in today. I'm recording this on, on Sunday the 21st. Oh, happy first day of spring yesterday, by the way. That's all, that's exciting. So T-posts are going in now. The fencing will be going up later this week. I still have a temporary fencing around the strawberry plants. Nothing else is in the ground. Now I am planning on putting in some seeds today. I need to put in my carrot seeds and my snap peas. They're good for the cold season. We're about a month away from the last frost, give or take a week or two. And now's the perfect time to plant those carrot seeds and the snap peas. So I'll plant those and then I'll be able to get this fence up for when they start sprouting and it'll be perfect timing. Resources. Today's resource is actually a local flower farm to where I live. Um, I live in central Virginia and the flower farm is Irvington Spring Farm. They're located in Lynchburg, Virginia. And this is a really cool place. They're very active on Instagram. They even have a mini Airbnb that you can stay at on their property. Um, so my family, we're planning on our first visit this this spring. Um, hopefully this coming week, we'll have to see weather permitting after work one day, swinging by there before they close. My wife loves it, and our oldest son had a great time as well last time he went. So we're looking forward to going there. Irvington Spring Farm. I'll put a link to their Instagram in the show notes as well. Thank you everyone for joining me today. I very much enjoy sharing what we have going on around our house, getting the garden ready, getting the seeds going. Spring is officially here and the weather is getting warmer. It's just a great time to spend time outdoors and work on these projects. So thank you for joining me. Check out the Instagram at The Garden Is Growing on Instagram. And if you have any questions or comments, please feel free to email me at joshua at thegardenisgrowing.com or message me on Instagram. Until next time, happy growing.